Hey guys, I'm Angeline and welcome to Surrender to the Suck, a podcast to discuss and tackle radical acceptance and how letting go can sometimes be the path to finding your truest self. Because let's face it, some parts of life just suck. Instead of trying to change every aspect about it, we can work on accepting and letting the shit go while bitching about it with me first, of course. Join me each week as we surrender to the suck and tackle various topics about society and parenthood. Let's get into it. another episode of Surrender to the Suck. So today we're going to talk about why being a first-time mom is so hard. And I'm going to talk about this a lot in the context of giving birth to a child. So someone who is physically birthing the child in whatever manner. These are a lot of the points that I'm going to be bringing up, but there are tons of valid ways to bring a child into your life that you are going to be a first-time parent. So I just wanted to put that out there that yes, there's lots of valid ways to start your family, but I am more specifically talking about being a first-time mom in that title that you're physically giving birth to them. So being a first-time mom, first of all, it is just incredibly stressful. And almost every mom I think I've ever talked to, the hardest adjustment across the board is having that first child. Because no matter how prepared you think you are for your first kid, you're not prepared. What I think most people don't realize about parenthood is just how much on the fly everything is and when you're a first time parent you just know that yeah and you don't know the certain tricks so you are learning everything and it is so difficult there are so many decisions there's so many decisions you know from the get-go are you gonna breastfeed are you gonna formula feed what kind of diapers what kind of clothes are you gonna bring them home in so many decisions overload of information but so if you're giving birth which is again kind of the context of who I'm talking about in this you are probably not prepared I'm gonna probably go say definitely not prepared for the huge physical change and the mental change that goes along with that physical change with pregnancy. And there is so much stuff that people don't talk. And before you have kids, what you're probably expecting with pregnancy is, you know, your belly gets a little bit bigger. You're probably going to gain about 20 pounds. What you're not expecting is things like hemorrhoids. Your feet are going to grow half a size, a full size, and never go back down. You're going to have stretch marks everywhere on your body probably not just your belly you're probably gonna have them on your arm a lot of the times if you don't keep up your core your butt goes away and all of your core strength goes there are so many physical things that people just do not prepare you that never these things never go away I hate I kind of hate the term the postpartum period because there is no postpartum period it's just the rest of your life you are living this for literally the rest of your life you are dealing with the after effects of birth and I've talked about this in previous episodes how this changes you mentally it also affects you mentally and emotionally and that you're not recognizing your own body and this is something that I I feel like I don't see talked about enough with first-time moms and that it's being validated because you have this weird guilt that goes with it that oh you're supposed to be so thankful for being pregnant okay so it's just okay whatever happens to your body I'll just deal with it and like yes it 
okay. But just because you're upset that your body is changing to the point where you don't even recognize it doesn't mean that you're not also thankful for being pregnant. It's just like with everything with parenthood, there are so many conflicting emotions that that guilt comes in and makes you feel like you cannot feel one thing because you're simultaneously feeling the other. Both are completely valid, but that's why it's so confusing. In my pregnancies, I retain so much fluid. This past pregnancy, six weeks after giving birth, I lost 30 30 to 40 pounds right away. So that is baby, placenta, all of that, and just fluid. And my face, it just swells up. Like it's, it gets so swollen. It looks like I like ate myself. Like my face gets double the size. And it's really hard for me to look in the mirror and like see this thing that I know is growing a human. And I'm super excited to see the baby and meet the baby and all of that. But like who who's looking back at me in the mirror? My face is so large and just no self-esteem with that because you just don't even look like yourself. And you don't fit into any of your clothes. And, you know, a lot of clothes are our self-expression. And all of a sudden, you just don't fit into any of them. And you have to get a whole new wardrobe. And I think that's 100% valid. Any of that that you're feeling, it really is difficult to not recognize your own body that you've lived an entire lifetime with. You only know your body, right? And then just all of a sudden, it just is completely unrecognizable and it is so difficult. So not only do you have that mental, emotional aspect of it, you have the literal physical aspects of it where you are recovering from birth. And there is just such a wide range that goes with recovering from birth, whether you have a C-section, whether you have a vaginal birth, whatever. There are endless complications and varying degrees of severity that go along with giving birth. You're going to have some sort of something that you're going to have to heal from. Some people have it way more severe and some people have it a little bit less severe. With, with my first pregnancy, I had hypermesis gravidarum. And what I didn't realize that not only was I super sick during during the pregnancy, I was going to be dealing with after effects of having HD for years down the line. I had lost so much weight. Not only was my baby sucking all the nutrition out of me, I wasn't replenishing that because I couldn't keep like any food or water down. So my body just lost so much nutrition. I had had so many weird side effects from that, lost so much muscle mass, gained so much pain because my muscles were basically non-existent. These are things that you don't think about really you just think oh I'll give birth and then I'll just go back to it and it's that toxic snapback culture but it's not just snapping back and that oh I'm gonna fit into my clothes again it's oh I'm gonna be back to who I was before no you're never going back to who you were before once you're pregnant and giving birth to a human you give birth to a whole new yourself you yourself are a completely different person and that body is non-existent, which is why it's so toxic to expect women to go back to a body that literally is not there anymore. Every aspect of it, every inch of your body and every fiber of your being mentally and physically is going to be changed now. There is no going back. You're gaining a new person.
And as time goes on, you see this as a much more positive thing than what it might sound like if you're pregnant right now and if I'm making you panic, but I promise you, it is one of the best things that you're ever gonna experience. And as time goes on, you really don't miss who you were before. You accept and kind of embrace your new identity and however that means being a parent for you and you're excited for it. And it's not, it's a positive change 100% around kids, your kids will make you better. They, they, my kids have made me a much more compassionate and patient and understanding person that, yeah, I have a lot of, my body looks very different. And initially this was really hard to accept, but then I look at who I was then and who I am now. I don't miss who I was at all. I've been able to embrace those changes in myself that it, it ends up just being such a positive change. So there's all that stuff that comes with giving birth and then all of the initial kind of really until your baby's a year old dealing with sometimes physical things and then that mental emotional kind of recognizing yourself. But then after all of that, okay, and then the baby gets here, right? And you're not only dealing with all of this, but when the baby gets here, it is an exhausting whirlwind. Sometimes you get lucky and you have a baby that sleeps. Probably not. And anyways, it's normal for babies not to sleep right away. They're not supposed to normally most of the time sleep a ton. Again, I've talked about this before. You cannot make them, you can't make another, per, another human being sleep. You especially cannot make a newborn sleep. Having that baby, especially if they don't sleep, it's this whole new level of tired. And this is coming, like I was in the military and I did many 24 hour duty days, many like overnight duties. Like I've had no sleep before, but having a, having a baby no sleep, when you're up with that baby who's crying and you're trying to feed it and you're trying, it is a whole new level of exhaustion. It's so, it's so tiring. It's tiring because you're adjusting from this lifetime of you being able to sleep when you're tired and when you want to go to sleep to being on somebody else's sleep schedule, which is the baby, which, whew, that is tough. That it's, it's tough and being tired, it just affects every single aspect of your life. Along with the sleep schedule, you are just on a whole brand new schedule itself. Baby schedule. And you've probably never been on anybody else's schedule before, right? You have been able to sleep and eat and go to the bathroom when you want to. You've been able to get up and just go to the store. You've been able to do literally anything you've wanted to and now, you cannot. Now this revolves around you and your baby. You can't just get up and go to the store and leave the baby there when the baby's sleeping, right? Or you should not because that's illegal. You can't do that anymore. There's so many things that you are tied to this tiny person's schedule unless you have someone there to help you and then you can go do your things. So it just ends up being this like mental gymnastics of Okay, the baby's gonna sleep from 9 to 11, possibly. Okay, so there's this class that we can go to at 12, and then we can go get groceries after, and there's so much mental planning that goes with that. It's that mental stuff, that mental list that gets exhausting with their schedule, with how to fit what you have to do within that schedule, because you still have to get stuff done. Whether you are working or whether you are staying at home or working from home, whatever it is, you have a schedule of things that you have to get done. So how are you going to get your stuff done while also caring for the baby at the same time? 
simultaneously and it is just so much more difficult initially than I think most people are prepared for because the baby comes first and then your stuff comes second and you have to figure out how to mesh everything together. And I think this is why a lot of parents struggle with having those hobbies initially because you can't ignore the baby. The baby's needs are gonna come first. You can't ignore them when they're hungry or when they need a diaper change. So then your needs are going second. So then what you're first really concerned about is are you eating? Are you trying to sleep? Are you trying to rest? Are you communicating with other people? Are you getting those basic things done and then your hobbies and, and all that other stuff that makes you you comes after that and then most of the time that stuff that's after your basic needs is not getting met because you're not used to yet being able to schedule those in and learning how those mesh. And this is something that just, it just takes years sometimes in order to figure out how that's gonna mesh with your life. Realizing that no matter what, you have got to get those hobbies in and those things that make you, you. Because otherwise you really don't recognize yourself. And not recognizing yourself and not ever doing anything for yourself that makes you feel like you, just doesn't feel good. Then, you know, you feel like you're on that hamster wheel of just going and going and going. It's not selfish to do what you need to do. You have to do your hobbies. You have to do stuff that you have to be able to take time for yourself. It's probably, it's probably the hardest part to adjust to with a baby after some physical things is having that brand new schedule of you can't go, go where you want. And no one's expecting parenthood should be hard. You hear the saying all the time, I was the best parent before I had kids. And you just don't realize how completely all-consuming parenthood is, especially with a newborn baby. Like you hear moms doing fantastic things before you have kids and you're like, wow, that's so hard. Like, you know, you had a baby. Like you hear hero stories of moms who like graduated with a graduate degree and walked on stage with like a two week old baby or you know, some like insane hero stories like that. And before you have kids, you're like, oh yeah, okay, that's great, like congratulations. And after you have kids, you're like, whoa, she graduated, what? She was that tired, she just gave birth, she's probably walking on stage with a diaper on to go collect her diploma. She's a superhero. Cause you then you have that true appreciation for how hard it really gets. So you go from, this is gonna be so easy. Yeah, the baby's gonna cry. It's gonna be fine. I'll know how to soothe it. And then all of a sudden, you go from that cocky to like, oh my God, I don't know how to do anything. I have to teach this baby how to do what? Because before you have a parent, you have to teach that baby to do literally everything. Everything. They don't know how to do anything. It is messy. It is super time consuming. And then I'm responsible for every single action that this tiny baby does. And that does not dawn on you until the baby's here. And there's no way that you can prepare for that. You just cannot be prepared for that because then you go from, oh, wow, I'm so not prepared to like, I'm really not prepared. And then you're just taking it day at a time. And this is something, again, that you just kind of have to surrender to the suck as a parent that you are not going to know what to do until that situation arises. And then you're going to figure it out. But before then, you have no, you're, you're not going to know what to do. Before that situation comes, you have no idea. When that situation comes, 
you're going to figure it out. You got this. Because you know, you're not, you're responsible for so much as a parent. You're not only responsible for basic hygiene stuff, like making sure they're clean and they have their baths and their bed and their diapers changed. You're also responsible for social stuff, development, happiness, doctor's appointment, making sure you're communicating with family members, sending photos to family members, doing holidays, birthdays, having clothes that fit them, all of those things together. And it is a a lot. But again, you're gonna, you're gonna figure it out, but you're not gonna know how you're gonna figure it out until those situations get there. Because that's the thing with parenthood is that everything is brand new. You haven't experienced it until you go through it most of the time. So you don't know how you're gonna react before then. When the situation comes, you are gonna figure it out. You are gonna Google the shit out of everything. You are gonna go in these mom groups and you're gonna ask people for their information. Maybe you have some family members that you can ask for. Maybe you have a partner you can corral with and you are gonna figure the shit out of the situation. But before then, it's brand fucking new and you don't know how to do it. You don't know how to do it yet, right? Maybe it's something like potty training or maybe you wanna, I don't know, try cloth diapers. I don't know why diapers is so much on my mind right now. Um, Cause there's obviously more things I need to learn like that. You know, maybe you're not gonna know what you're gonna do. So you're gonna try one thing and maybe that, and before you're a parent, I think you're expecting the first thing that you try to work out perfectly and it's gonna go exactly how you want it. Um, But your kid's gonna come and laugh in your face because that is not how any of parenthood works. So you're gonna try the first thing. And the first thing's probably not gonna work, but there's gonna be like one aspect of it that's gonna work. So then you're gonna take that one aspect and you're gonna try six other things. Between all of these six things, you're gonna come up with the one thing that works and the few things that you can stick through to get to your goal of whatever it is. It is so much trial and error and so much research and looking up things that there's no way you are prepared for this before you have kids. And you're gonna figure everything out because even as prepared as you feel like for your kid, you don't know what kid is coming until they get here. Like again, going with the diaper analogy, you know your baby's gonna need diapers, but you don't know which ones are gonna work best until the baby's here. You don't know if they're going to be sensitive to one. You don't know if you're doing cloth diapers. You don't know what detergent they're going to be sensitive are learning to be a parent for the first time. But you're also learning to be a parent to your specific kid. And each kid is so different. And this is why that saying mother knows best and you damn right mother knows best because you know your child the absolute best that anyone else does. There are so many specific things about each kid because Again, they're their own person. You know best what they need. So all of these things combined, it sounds like a lot because it honestly is a lot. And you adjust with this over time. But that's why it's just so difficult to make that initial adjustment because all of these things happen all at once. It is while you're dealing with the physical stuff, then all of a sudden this baby's here and you have this new schedule. You're not expecting it to be hard. And then you just have to adjust to who this new human is. And they're a baby, but then their specific needs as that baby, which wildly ranges if they have a special physical needs, special emotional, whatever it is for that specific child. And it just makes it so difficult because it is not oh, you'll deal with this. And then a couple months later, this, it is just like all at once, all encompassing, and you're probably not prepared for it. And it's difficult. If you are a first time mom that's listening to this, I know it is difficult. All moms know that this is so difficult and just sending all the love 
and patience and whatever caffeinated drink of your choice it is to you guys because you're gonna figure it out and years down the line you're gonna know that you figured it out and you're gonna know that you took every single situation that you could when it did and you figured it out as came and you're gonna take every situation that was difficult and every situation that was new and you're gonna figure it out as it comes you're gonna try one thing and that might not work out and that's fine, but you're gonna try the next thing and you are gonna figure it out. It is difficult, it is hard, but that doesn't mean that you can't do it. Because yes, being a first time mom is probably one of the hardest things ever, but it also gives you some superpowers and it gives you these superpowers of being patient and these really good research powers and these powers of being so in tune with your child. You know, when they say like, oh, no one knows what the toddler's saying, but mom understands their mumbles so well. And it's the same thing. It gives you this superpower of being able to anticipate this child's every single move and thought and know what they need. So it's hard, but you are tougher than this and you can do it. Thank you guys for listening to this ended up being very passionate episode of why being a first time mom is so hard. I want to know, are you guys first time moms? Do you have more than one kid now? And especially if you've had more than one kid, which transition do you think was the toughest? How do you think being a first time mom ranks up there with changes with your other kids. I want to know. Find me on Instagram at Surrender to the Suck Podcast, and I will talk to you guys next week.